Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Howard David Live as we get it cooking on a Thursday and taking a bite out of the Big Apple. Uh, we're going to get into some hoops in just a little bit, but uh, with Zach Brazilla from the New York Post, he is uh, out in Las Vegas at um, summer camp of the Summer League, uh, watching uh, the young uh, Knicks and all the other teams with young talent as well. Uh, we're going to get into uh, the uh, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving thing with Barbara Barker of New York Newsday. That's coming up very shortly. Uh, a word about the Yankees. Wow. Unbelievable. Six home runs yesterday. Two grand slams by the same team in the same game. Aaron Hicks, Aaron Judge. Now, if Hank Aaron was playing for the Yankees, it'd be a complete sweep. I, it's unfair to say the judge has been in a little bit of a downward spiral the last uh, week or so, but he has. Uh, the home run balls are not going out of the park. He had his 30th last night. And the Yankees win 16 to nothing. I mean, seriously? 16 to nothing. Holy smoke. I, um, I watch this team day in and day out, and I'm thinking to myself, if they don't not only go to the World Series but win the World Series, it's going to be disappointing for them. And the same can be said uh, for the Mets. Uh, the Mets have gone where they've gone without their two aces for much of the year in uh, Jake DeGrom and uh, Max Scherzer. Scherzer's back and pitching. DeGrom will be back shortly. And it would be disappointing to Mets fans if they didn't get into the World Series. Look, the same is true each and every year. The Mets... Uh, looking over their shoulder at the Braves. The Braves are looking over their shoulder at the Mets. And, you know, it's kind of interesting because we we are we are looking at this team and saying to ourselves, you know, would it be a, a Subway Series? Would that excite everybody? I suppose. The question is, you know, Mets fans are going to root for the Mets. Yankee fans are going to root for the Yankees. And... What about those sitting on the fence? Who do they root for? It's um, it's really astounding to the point of where you say to yourself, well, you know, what happens here? What happens with this? Uh, it's kind of hard to figure, but uh, I'm going to try Zach Brazilla one more time. He is from the New York Post. Hopefully he'll be picking it up from the Summer League. 
Uh, this is uh, this is kind of hard to swallow, but you know we'll keep punching at it, and hopefully we'll get it into what we need to get going. Uh, I'm sure that Zach's uh, involved some way with the Knicks and their summer league uh, endeavors. I want to get into Leon Rose, the president of the uh, Knicks. How would you evaluate his performance with the draft, trading all those? Picks, future picks, obviously. Uh, unloading Kemba Walker's salary, which was something he felt he had to do. And then the free agent signing of Jalen Brunson, which has created a little bit of a stir around the NBA. Is he a good player? Yes. Is he a superstar? No. Can he be at some point? I suppose. Why not? Give him the benefit of the doubt. Uh, he had a lot to do with the Dallas Mavericks' successful year. Uh, you know, losing, obviously, to the Golden State Warriors in the Western Final. But he also had Luka Doncic. And that's that's a pretty big tool that you're working with, where Doncic can handle it himself. He can knock down threes. He's a, he's a tough guy at both ends of the floor. And Brunson, whose dad, Rick, played in the NBA and played for the Knicks, and now he's an assistant coach for the Knicks. Leon Rose used to represent Jalen Brunson. Leon Rose's son now represents Jalen Brunson. Shocking that he came to the Knicks? No. Tampering? I have to believe the NBA is investigating. But here's the thing. Let us just assume that the NBA has a belief that there was tampering. So what are they going to do? Fine the Knicks? $100,000? $500,000? A million dollars? And is that enough punishment? I don't think so. I do not think so. I think it's got to be a lesson. And I'm not suggesting that the Knicks are guilty of tampering. Not even, not even a little bit. I just don't think that's, that's the case unless it's proven that it is. All I'm suggesting is that if they're guilty of tampering, the penalty has got to send a message. And by that, I mean something more than just money. Well, let's talk to Zach. Hello, Zach. How are you? Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, yeah. The worst thing I could do since we've never spoken is mispronounce your name. Braziller? Yeah, you got it. Okay, we're good. I get 100. I'm going to the head of the class. Uh, Obviously, the buzz around the free agency area came with the Knicks and Jalen Brunson. And there's been talk of tampering and the NBA is investigating it and when you look at the the facts on the table Leon Rose represented Brunson his son now represent him Uh, Brunson's father is an assistant coach with the Knicks so I'm not suggesting that they're guilty but there's got to be proof and if there is proof does the NBA fine him and is that harsh enough penalty or should should it be if it's true should it be more severe is hard to prove um you know i I think if if they do find proof and i lost that i lost zach hey 
yeah, yeah, I lost you. Yeah, I lost you too, so, but it's okay. It's on my quarter now. Uh, you, you started to say there has to be proof. Uh, I don't know what that proof is, just everything on the surface, people are starting to talk about it. Now, let me ask you this. If you're signing a guy to a $100 million, that power. what's that? Breaking up. Yeah. Can you're you hear me now? Yeah. Can you hear me? Zach, can you hear me? Yeah, we're going through a little growing pains here. Let's try them one more time. Zach, you with me? Hello? There he is. We'll get this squared away. Don't worry about it. All right. Um, you start to talk about you need proof. All right, but... Uh, and I don't know how long this is going to take. Frankly, I'd, I'd, I'd rather put this behind us. Let's talk about the player himself. You're giving $100 million to a player that is not an all-star. We both will admit he's not a superstar. He may be someday. But is this a feeling that the Knicks had to make this move regardless of the cost? Yeah, I, I think so. I, I, I think they had to. I mean, they, they look, the Knicks haven't had a point guard in decades. You could make the argument um, since Derek Harper, they had a real difference maker at, you know, at the one. Um, the Knicks had, you know, to me, we all know it's a superstar league, and but the way the way the way the league is now, the way to attract superstars is to win and to, you know, and to be competent. And, and to me, you know, getting Brunson at least, you know, raises the Knicks up to maybe a play-in type team, maybe you know, a seven-eight seed. And, you know, him and R.J. Barrett and, and Julius Randle is, you know, isn't bad. And, you know, we'll see about some of the other younger players, you know, if, if Topin and Quickly can, can emerge more. But, yeah, I, look, I think it was something they needed to do. Um, I, I, and, look, he's, he's, he's just entering his prime. He's coming off a great season. I'm a, I'm a big fan of him. I, you know, I saw him a lot in college. I think he's going to be really good for the Knicks. And um, I'm not saying they're a contender. They're clearly far away from the top of the Eastern Conference. But it's progress, you know, and that to me is, is the most important thing here. He's the New York Post. Zach Brazillo, we're taking a bite of the Big Apple with Zach. You mentioned Julius Randle. There are some that suggest that maybe the Knicks, if they get a boatload in return, they would move Julius Randle. What do you feel about that? I don't know if they need a boatload in return. Um, yeah, I think they would they would move him, but he's he's owed a ton of money. He's coming off a, uh, you know, he's coming off a, a bad year. Um, I you know I, I don't I don't think you're getting much for him, and I think it's a hard contract to move right now. I, I you know I know there's there's been there have been reports that they've at least expressed uh, interest in or, or talked to teams about about it. But, you know, I, I think the best thing for both parties is, you know, to, to run it back with him. And maybe he's, you know, he has a better year now. He gets to play a, point, a true point guard. And, um, and maybe you can move him maybe at this time next year if he's, you know, has a better year. 
but I don't I don't think right now moving him makes makes a lot of sense. Zach, let's talk about Julius Randle in terms of his need for the basketball. Now you got Jalen Brunson, a guy that you're giving him a hundred million dollars and the ball. Now the question is, can Julius Randle adjust? It's not a question of could. He has to. Um, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a big, you know, it's a big issue. He's going to have to make an adjustment here. You know, he's, like you said, he's used to playing with the ball, and now he's going to have to do, do more without it. You know, he's going to have to, you know, probably play more in the post. He's going to have to play more out, you know, on the wing. And, you know, it, it's, it's, a, it's a real, it's, a, it's an interesting, um, you know. Dynamic. It, 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 he's going to have to make some legit adjustments here. That's, that's one of the most interesting things about bringing in Brunson is Randall's gonna, not going to have the ball in his hands as much. All right, they, they re-upped Mitchell Robinson. Uh, looked like it was one of those things that they felt the need to do. He doesn't have an offensive game. He is a good shot blocker. He's a good rebounder. And then they pick up, uh, 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 I guess from depth point of view, Isaiah Hartenstein. Is that how you see him filling in? Um, look, you know, I, I, I think Robinson is good for what he is. He, 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 he's a very good rim protector. He has improved as a rebounder. Um, he scores around the basket. You know, I think it, it was probably the right decision to bring him back because he's so important to their defense. Um, I'm, a, I'm, I'm really interested in Isaiah Hartenstein, the, the, the big man from the Clippers they brought in, who's, you know, a very versatile guy. He can shoot the ball. He's a really good passer. He's smart. You know, he brings to me a different dimension as a, as like a, as a seven footer who still protects the rim, but kind of, is much more versatile on offense. Um, to me, he's a guy that I think they, they have high hopes for and is, is going to be really, really interesting to see what, what he can do here. We both saw it last year. The East got deeper than it had been in years. Um, now the addition for Atlanta in, uh, in uh, Murray, who teams with Trey Young in the backcourt. Now Trey Young needs the ball in his hands a lot. So does Murray. There'll have to be an adjustment there. And what about the Celtics picking up Malcolm Brogdon? That makes them deeper. So where do you see that? You you said you could see the Knicks in the play-in group. Uh, how tough is that going to be? Um, yeah, <laughs> there's no question about it. The East is is loaded. I mean, you know, the the top obviously you have the Celtics who are, you know. Are even better now with adding Brogdon and um, the Heat are still very, very good. The 76ers, the Bucks, the Hawks adding DeJounte Murray. Um, you know, I think the Raptors are, are good. The Cavaliers, yeah, look, <laughs> it's the top of the East is very, very good and there's really good depth. I, I think the Knicks, if, if, if kind of everything goes right, could be around a seven or eight seed and, you know, you go from there. Um, but you know, right now to me, they're, they're still not very close to being a true contender and they, they need another real, real difference maker, you know, to, to move up. Well, there's a real difference maker sitting out there by the name of Kevin Durant. And then you got Kyrie Irving. Uh, if I said to you that either both 
will be with the Nets. Neither will be with the Nets. One will, one won't. Where are you leaning? Um, I don't think, I think both are gone. I, I, look, it, I'd be stunned if, if either one is on the Nets. And they're, they're, they're not going to trade one and keep one. I, you know, Durant clearly wants out. Kyrie wants out. I, I'd be, you know, I, I'd be shocked if either one is even on the Nets. I think they're both gone. You know, the Nets, the Nets went all in on this and it, and it really didn't get a lot back. You know, in terms of uh, results, so you know, I it's to me that you know they, you know, I don't think they're gonna. It's necessarily starting completely over because I do think they're gonna get a decent amount back um, for Durant, Kyrie. I don't think you're getting much for, but so they're not starting completely over. But for what they did and kind of how they bent over backwards for both these guys to only get one second round appearance out of it to me is is you know is a clip really a failure i don't think there's any doubt about it taking a bite of the big app with zach braziller of the new york post who covers the knicks let's look at kevin durant uh, his favorite teams to go to are either phoenix or perhaps miami we've already talked about miami one of the elite teams in the east they get they get kevin durant i don't know what it's going to take take in return to get him but all of a sudden, you're looking at the Miami Heat as they, as if they weren't already. They're a title contender. Now they become an, uh, one of the top two teams in the league. Uh, you broke up. I can't hear you. No, I was talking about Durant. If Miami gets Kevin Durant, uh, I don't know what it's going to take to get him, but it has to be. A, look, Pat Riley's no fool. Uh, he's going to come up with something that makes the Heat a better basketball team. Uh, so is is Adebayo going to leave? Probably not. Uh, Jimmy Butler? Probably not. That means there's going to be other pieces. Yeah, I don't. You know, when when you look at Durant, you know, the Heat to me are. It, it, I don't know if that it kind of makes sense for the Nets. I, I don't. You know, like they're not going to trade Butler. They're not going to trade Adebayo. Adebayo. I don't know if the Heat really have the piece. I know Tyler Hero is a decent player. I, you know, to me, the, the Eastern Conference team that to, that really makes more sense is the Raptors. You right. Know? They have Scotty Barnes. They have OG Anubi. Like they've got pieces that to me would really, really interest the Nets. That's the team that I have my eye on. I, you know, look, the Nets. The Nets aren't just going to trade Durant where he wants to go. They're going to trade him for the best package. And look, they're not just going to ship him off to somewhere he's not going to be happy with. Because, but they're they're not just going to say, "Oh, you want to go to Miami? Okay, here you go." I I think Toronto actually makes makes a lot of sense. You know, with when you look at some of the young pieces they have. If Durant goes away, the same with Irving. I mean, am I reaching? Could the Knicks leapfrog over the Nets in the East? Yeah, I mean, I I think. Look, it depends what the Nets get, but I think they could end up being similar type teams. Um, I don't know about necessarily leapfrog, but I, I think they're. I believe, like, I think they're going to be kind of on this on a similar plane, you know, where they're both kind of playing types. And uh, we need to know what the Nets are going to end up with with getting for Durant, but I can see, you know. 
they're both being kind of similar. Um, you're in Las Vegas at the Summer League. I'm really jealous, man, because I love that town. <laughs> but uh, what have you seen? Anything so far with these young Knicks that uh, makes you sit up and take notice? Um, you know, we talked to Quint Grimes the other day. You know, he, he had some interesting, you know, statements. Said he, you know, his plan was to dominate Summer League. And I, I like Grimes. I think he could be a decent player. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see what, what he does out here and, you know, I think his role could, could expand. You know, I'm interested to see him. I'm interested to see Miles McBride, who I know a lot of people had high hopes for when the Knicks drafted him in the second round, and um, he didn't really get much of a shot uh, a year ago. And I'm interested to see some of the young players just in the league. You know, it, it should be a, a fun few days here, uh, starting starting tonight and then going going through you know next week. You know. You, I've never actually been out so I'm, I'm really excited. I'm really looking forward to seeing what it's all about. Stay away from the tables, my man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Zach, really appreciate your insight, and you stay safe. Thanks. All right, buddy. Thanks. Have a good one. You, he's Zach, Zach Brazilla of the New York Post. Covers the New York Knicks. I can't tell you. What, the Knicks haven't been in the playoffs in 10 years? Is Jalen Brunson enough to take him? into even the playing. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's an interesting conversation. But, you know, heck, we'll find out. We're going to find out. Hi, this is Barbara. Hello, Barbara. It's Howard David. How are you? Hey, Howard. I'm great. How are you doing? Uh, yes, I know. Um, I, uh, I just got off the, uh, off the horn with Zach Barzilla, who covers the Knicks. He's at the Summer League. Okay, okay. all and, right. Yes, and, I know he's there. I was talking with someone else. I, uh, tell me who's there. Okay. I, uh, I only bring it up because the converse, one of the conversations we had, if Kevin Durant goes, if Kyrie Irving leaves the Nets, are, are the Knicks better than the Nets, or am I reaching here? I do not think they're better than the Nets, but there, this is a great debate. All right, I, uh, I mean, you know, I, 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 I still think there's a lot of things that the Knicks got to work out. All right, and I mean, I mean, if if both those guys leave, it depends who you get in return. All right, I mean, I still think, and it, you know, it depends. It, it depends on a lot. So um, we're not on right now, right? We're just yes. talking right now. No, we are. We're we're on. We are live. Okay, I thought we were talking. That's okay. You didn't oh, you didn't say anything. Okay. You didn't say anything foul. It's all right. Okay. All right. All right. Um, you know, I mean, I don't really think so. First of all, we got to see what you would get in return. I mean, let's just talk about Kevin Durant in the first place. This thing is not going to happen very quickly, right? right? I right. mean, it is going to ruin my summer and a lot of other people's, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but I think it's it's going to drag out. I think you could see the start of training camp with these guys both there. I, I, I first, I, I don't think you know. I think the only people, I mean, the only team I know that's interested in Kyrie is the Lakers, and I don't think they're going to do anything until they figure out where Kevin's going first, first of all. So, I mean, this thing could really stretch out. It doesn't mean, you know, it's going to be, you know, it could really, I mean, it could be a long, ugly summer, but they should get some stuff back. I mean, I don't know. So you're going to tell me that the Knicks 
I, I, I mean, look, you know, the Knicks were not a playoff team last year. And, you know, I don't, I, you know, I know, you know, uh, I don't know. I, I would say no. All right. I mean, what do you think? What does Zach think? Well, let me let me ask you this. Uh, uh, he said um, Zach' feeling was that the the Knicks would be at the same level as the Nets without Durant and without Kyrie Irving. But forgetting about all of that, what now? You're closer to the Nets situation than I am. When Kevin Durant made the announcement that he's asked the Nets to trade him, you're around that team all the time. Did that stun you? And why would he ask to be traded? I mean, okay. So- I, I I actually went back and watched, you know, his post, you know, after they were swept by the Celtics. All right. I went back and I watched his press conference again because I remember I had this distinct feeling in my mind. I mean, it was just such a contrast. We wrote about Kyrie's, uh, you know, press conference afterwards. I mean, this is the last time reporters talked to either guy, either guy. And Kyrie was, you know, Delusional, I guess, is a fair way to put it, as far as saying that, you know, he was going to help rebuild the team and sign a long-term contract, and he basically made himself general manager. And Kevin Durant almost sounded resigned. I mean, not pissed, but just resigned that the whole thing had fallen apart. Or, I don't know, I just wonder if in his mind, at that point, he was already saying, eh... I don't know if this thing is a place for me. I don't know. I watched it again, just looking for a clue. Maybe he wanted to see what was going to happen with Kyrie and how they dealt with Kyrie. I mean, they pretty much had given, you know, KD the keys to the castle as far as, you know, you pick a coach, you bring in your good friends, you know, blah, 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 blah. And maybe this was the first time they didn't by, you know, I mean, they... I, I don't want to say they played hardball with Kyrie, but I mean, you know, they just couldn't give him everything he wanted after him, he played 29 games for them, you know? And so I think, you know, maybe that had something to do with it, or maybe he just looked around, he, you know, this guy is a ring chaser. He, you know, he wants, he wants another title. And maybe he just thought, in, you know, maybe even he wants to be away from Kyrie. I don't know. But I think he, he just looked at the situation and thought, this is not going to work. Now, here's an interesting thing to think about. There is starting to be some stuff floated out there. Well, is there a chance that maybe he doesn't leave? All right. I mean, let's say they can't get a pack. He only wants to go. I mean, I still think Phoenix would be is a leading contender. He wants to go. They're probably going to, tra- if they're going to trade him to a contender, they're probably going to trade him out west. All right. I mean, I don't really see the Miami thing working out. I mean, why would you do that? And uh, unless, you know, and and they're not willing to include players that the Nats would want. So I think maybe the Suns are the most likely destination. But let's say you you can't work something like that out. I mean, I I don't think they owe him any favors at this point. I mean, you know, maybe you trade him someplace that he doesn't want to go. I mean, it's not, there's a lot being floated up. Maybe he doesn't leave. I, I don't really see that happening, but you know, weird things have happened before. I mean, uh, it almost happened when uh, years ago, uh, Kobe Bryant claimed he was leaving the Lakers and he was, you know, you know, gonna go team up with Tim Duncan, and that didn't happen. So, I mean, weird things have happened before, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think he just thinks he couldn't win 
maybe he was just exhausted like we all were. I mean, it was an exhausting year. Taking a bite of the Big Apple with Barbara Barker of New York Newsday. So are you saying that, may, look, Durant and Irving supposedly are friends. Do you think that friendship has been fractured? I think it's actually, I don't know if the friendship has been fractured, but I mean, you could be friends with somebody and then just sort of realize, I mean, I, I don't see how he couldn't have been annoyed by the stuff that went on this past year. Not annoyed enough. I mean, it's the only, I guess the only complaint I have about Kevin Durant is that he's such a beautiful player. He's a great player. You could never doubt anything he does on the court. But I mean, maybe he needed to be a little bit more of a leader this past year, you know, and, and, you know, <laughs> say, I mean, if, if, if you're getting the keys to the castle and everyone's doing what you want to do, maybe you, he needed to be a little bit more of a leader when it came you know, to, you know, what was going on with Kyrie. So I, I don't, I, I, I the, the timing of it really makes me feel that they, the two of them talked and just sort of said, this is, this place is not going to work for us, but they're not going to be together. Has their friendship fractured? I think they'll probably, they have a really unique friendship. I mean, I'm not sure I would pick Kyrie to be my best friend if I was the best player in the NBA and could pick anybody just about, right? But who knows what people have in common, right? No, you're right. Uh, Barbara, I, I would say this. Look, I, I think Kyrie Irving is a wonderfully talented player. He might be the premier point guard in the league with all that he right. can do. But when you come with all this excess baggage, it starts to weigh on... Look, I mean, here a year ago at this time... <laughs> the Nets were uh, the favorites to win the championship. Harden's gone. Durant can be gone. Irving can be gone. So all the wishes of Joe Sy and Sean Marks are gone. Well, I, I really don't. I mean, and you have to see the last. I mean, you have to. There's no other way to see it. This era, when it ends, is anything but an you know a pretty epic fail. I mean, you never get out of that. I mean, last year, last year, you know, last year they. I mean, not this past season, the season before when they lost to Milwaukee in seven. I mean, that team could have won the whole thing, all right, and but they didn't, you know, and they didn't get out of the second round, and that's the best they did. That's the best you do. I mean, we were predicting like. You know, when they signed these two guys, they were predicting, you know, multiple titles. People were complaining. It's not fair that rich teams get to, you know, pile on the stars and stuff like that. And it just turns out to be a total disaster. I mean, you could not have predicted, you know, who could have predicted? I mean, I understand what Josiah wanted to do. He just bought a team. He not only does he want the team to be good, but he needs to fill that arena and sell some tickets. So he wanted big star names and everything. And then, you know, the pandemic happened, so nobody's sitting in your arena anyway. So that I feel sorry for the guy. But, I mean, you know, a lot of this stuff could not have been predicted. But uh, it couldn't have been predicted, but that doesn't, doesn't mean it isn't like a gigantic mess. You look at the East, and the East last year got deeper and tougher and now let's take a look. Atlanta picks up DeJounte Murray, the team with Trey Young. Um, yep. The Celtics pick up Malcolm Brogdon. That makes them Celtics, deeper. The Celtics, I mean, they, if they weren't already good, they're going to be. I mean, that is the team. I see them as the big winners. I mean, they are, I, 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 they've had 
they're very, very impressive. And, and what they, I mean, I think it's, it's going to be very interesting for them. Well, depending on what, if, if say Durant went to Toronto, it depends on what Toronto would have to give up. Uh, but because he would make Toronto uh, one of the favorites to win in the East. Yeah, I don't know. I, I hear that being floated out there. I mean, it's possible. It's possible, but I, I, I don't know. I, 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 I mean, I don't know if Toronto would be on his list. Is on his list. Uh, not that they have to be on his list, I suppose. But he doesn't have like a no trade clause or anything like that. But um, you know, it would be inter- it would be interesting. But the East is the, the, the East is a, a lot you know better. I mean, going back to the whole Knicks thing. I mean, I think you know Jalen Brunson is a good you know. He's an upgrade. He's an upgrade. Right. He's an upgrade. That's what I say. He's a definite upgrade. Is he a superstar? I don't no. think so. No. I mean, you know, but I mean, you know, I mean, and was that a good signing? Probably, you know, I mean, more than probably it's a good signing, but that even still that doesn't solve a lot of their, you know, a, a, you know, a lot of their problems. I mean, they basically have him and RJ that you can count on. So I don't know how that suddenly makes them. You know, I mean, you know, I, I, I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't see it. Maybe that, maybe they are about even. I mean, it doesn't matter if they're even or not. That you know, the Knicks fans. There's always more Knicks fans, as you know. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I would. Uh, the, 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 the one question that comes to mind is Julius Randall. Well, Julius Randall signs. I mean, his- is he the Julius Randall that we saw two years ago? Can he ever be that Julius Randall again? I don't know after everything that happened. You know what I mean? It was it was like, you know, he had this incredible year. He was the darling of the fans. And then all of a sudden, everything, you know, went wrong, you know? So, and it, it I don't know. I sometimes blame, I don't want to say their, you know, their PR staff for, not, I mean, things got out of hand pretty quickly with him, you know, and in his relationship with the fans. And I think that snowballed into his play and everything else. I mean, you know, you can't, you, you know, you can't give a thumbs down to fans. And when you do, if a player does that, he has to come out right away and say, oh, I'm sorry. I'm in a very emotional guy. I never meant it. It's because I want to win for you so bad. You know, you have to right away come out. This is New York. And your man culpa and and whatever you know and and then move forward but it just snowballed into this gigantic problem and losses piled up and he played terribly and i mean that was kind of a disaster there last year with him you look at um, the knicks history and go back as far as walt frazier when they brought pearl monroe from baltimore to play with frazier everybody said there's only one basketball they're not going to be able to coexist well they won a championship end of that argument now you look at the knicks you got brunson who needs the ball in his hands as the point guard julius randall is used to having the ball in his hands so it's about randall having to make the adjustment not brunson right i do think so and i think they're better off with a more traditional point guard anyway so i mean i i think i mean it is it's 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 definitely an i mean brunson is is without a doubt an upgrade i mean he will i think he will make the team better he will make the team better i mean can julius adjust 
I don't know. I can't predict this guy. I mean, he's had right. two weird years. You know, polar opposite years. He was an all-star two years ago. Right. An all-star, maybe, you know, a lot of people say he liked playing in front of empty arenas, right? So who knows? I mean, but it's, it's, it, that, it, it's, a, it's a complicated situation. Well, look at the history of New York sports. Everybody can't play in New York. Whether it's the Yankees, the Mets, the yeah. Giants, yeah. the Jets, it doesn't matter. And now you look at Julius Randle, does he fall into that category where he... I mean, he might. Two years ago, we were saying he was the kind of guy who did, you know, and he wanted to come to New York, you know, and he, you know, when when, when nobody else, I mean, you know, people forget it. It's like, you know, when, 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 when the Knicks, who really wanted, and they're better off, I think, we've <laughs> not gone through this, maybe, when they really wanted, you know, they, they really went after Kevin Durant and didn't get him, but it's not the only person they struck out on. They struck out on all kinds of free agents before sending Randall. I mean, I can't remember the list, but I mean, that's who ended up and, and, and the, the spin at the time was, the spin at the time was, well, he's, he's, he wants New York. He's the kind that can, you know, he wants to handle the spotlight. He can handle the spotlight, blah, 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 blah. You know, his first year was just, I can't remember, Matt. And then second, you know, you know, and then he had that great, great year. That's what they were talking about. I don't, I don't know. I, I think he can't handle, I mean, I think he's not a player who can play here. And it's so interesting, the players that can and can't, because sometimes you I, I, you can't you know predict them i i would have never predicted that barrett would take to it like he has but he has yep. he i mean as a rookie i did not think he, he as a rookie he didn't kind of get the whole you know media thing you, you know new york is unlike any other place where you know you got people you got all these beat writers who continue to travel where you don't have them in any other place and they can you know and you have the back page and i don't think he quite got the importance of you know, of of that your life is easier if you are are decent to people. You know, but but he's I mean he's completely changed. He's really matured. I mean, I think he's matured as a player and a person. I think he's he is you know he's he he you know he he could handle being a long termer here. Barbara Barker of New York Newsday, and let me ask you, and you're right, by the way, about how long it's going to take for a Kevin Durant deal to get done. I don't think it's sooner. I think it's much later, and maybe it goes into the season. I don't know. I'm just saying this, that uh, I think, and this is just an opinion, I think Kevin Durant's image has changed, and not for the better. Well, I mean... He's still a good enough player, although he's getting old. He's still a good enough player that people will look past that. I mean, the person whose image has really taken a beating because of himself, all right, is Kyrie. Right. I, don't, I don't think anybody is interested in him except the Lakers right now, all right? Now, I mean, there were always people that just didn't like Kevin Durant, even though he was a great player. I mean, a lot of people didn't like him for leaving OKC and going to Golden State, you know. Right. You know, going to a you know team that was already constructed. And, um, yeah, but, I, 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 yeah, I think, I mean, yeah, he has seen as kind of a quitter by doing this. He did sign a four-year, you know, contract. I mean, I, I mean, so, yeah, I, I think it just depends – the guy has to if he if he leaves and wins a title where he goes to, then people will say, "Well, this is why he left, and he needed this title and for his legacy and blah blah blah." So I think it depends on. That's why he's got to find the right place for him. I you know he doesn't want to 
you know, he wants to go to a place where he could win next year. I mean, I, I don't know. That's why the, the Suns still seem to me like the perfect place. And, you know, he has a relationship with Monty Williams because uh, Monty Williams was an assistant on OKC when he was there. And then I think they've done some other stuff. And uh, they had some project or I don't know. There was some other thing. But they definitely have a relationship. I, I just see that as the most, I mean, from his point of view, the most viable place. But they got to come up with, Something that makes sense to the Nets, which apparently they haven't. Well, you, you talked about Irving that maybe the landing spot would be the Lakers. And yeah. then we start bringing up Russell Westbrook. They want to unload that $47 million contract. But do you think the Nets would uh, a straight-up deal, Westbrook for Irving? I, I don't know about that. I don't that. think so. I don't think so. I think, you know, I, I don't I, – no, I don't. I mean, I, I – I mean, some people feel that Russell Westbrook took more of the blame than he should of, for what happened to that team. But I don't. I think he's past it. You know what I mean? So I, I, I don't. I don't think that that would be you know a good trade. But at some point, you might want to just get rid of Kyrie. I mean, if you're already. I mean, I, 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 I don't think that's the thing. When I think about these guys returning, which is floated out there, I, I just don't think they want this guy around. The way I look at it is if Kyrie goes to the Lakers on Rodeo Drive in Beverly Hills, they got a lot of psychiatrists' office there. <laughs> well, I, I never, you know, mental health, I never fault anyone for, you know, needing a mental health professional. But, I mean, you know, the Lakers will have their hands full. Yeah, well, let's let's face it. I mean, LeBron and, and Kyrie won a title in Cleveland, I don't know if this thing is all going to shake out, but I do know this. Uh, you asked before about Westbrook. Uh, he took a lot of blame. I don't think he was to blame. I think when they got this big pot in the middle of L.A. and all the cooks that they've got in the Lakers organization that have an opinion, they got six different decision makers. And it's yeah, not the no, general manager. And, and I don't think... First of all, I don't think that Frank Vogel should have been fired. I don't think it was on him. I think they needed a scapegoat, and they found it. Yeah, no, no. I think he's a pretty good coach, too. Yes. Actually. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. No, no, I agree with that. That is, you know, it's, it, it is not being run that well at this point. So, yeah, no, I, 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 I agree with all that. But, I, yeah, so I, I'm not sure throwing Connery into that mix would make it much better. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? I, uh, I'm, I'm sitting and curious, and, and it makes it's interesting. It's interesting conversation. It keeps you busy, uh, and you've already, you know, you're doing research. You're looking at press conferences and all of that, and that, and that's doing your homework, and that just factors into what John Wooden used to say: uh, failure to prepare is preparing to fail. Well, you're covering all your bases by trying to come up with some answers. Uh, I, I'll be very curious how this thing all shakes out. I do know this: the Nets. A year ago, were being talked no, in championship terms. Oh, I can't hear you. Can no, you I said the Nets, the Nets a year ago were talked about in championship terms. No more. Yeah, yeah. No, I no. They're not. I mean, they're no, they're not going. They're not going to be a. Cha I mean, what they need to do is get back enough so that they can continue to build. And you say, hey, so wasn't this the kind of team we had before this all happened right. you know i mean before they, they the, before we dreamed big we had these like nice young stars spencer dinwiddie you know we had these guys we were building somewhere and then we blew it up i don't know maybe we just 
you know, they nets flew too close to the sun or something, yeah. you know. But I, 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 yeah, I, I mean, you're going. The nets will still be a play. I mean, they're going, they're going to have to get enough back where they'll, they'll, they'll still be a playoff team. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's not going to, be, you know, nobody is predicting multiple championships. Here's one thing I'm sure they've screwed up your summer. Yeah, well, you know, so it goes, right? <laughs> Thanks, Barbara. Appreciate your insight. You stay safe. Okay, thank you so much. Talk to you later. Uh, okay. Bye-bye. Barbara Barker, New York Newsday, covers the Nets. I've said this many times, and this is not personal. I don't want Kyrie Irving on my team. As talented as that young guy is, as one of the great players in this league that he is, The baggage isn't worth it. And I'll be curious where Kevin Durant goes. And if Kyrie winds up with the Lakers, depends on what the Lakers are willing to give up. They don't have a lot. They don't have a lot of wiggle room. So I'm not sure about Kyrie going to be reunited with LeBron James. Meanwhile, all around the league, who's going to put up the... I'll caution you to this. Because I have a lot of respect for him as a mover and a shaker. And that's Pat Riley. If Pat Riley can make it happen, he will. Keep that in mind. I'm Howard David. Thanks for being a part of Howard David Live and a bite of the Big Apple. You stay safe. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.